Take me later, yeah, I know what I said. But later doesn't always come, so Ready to go, big fella? Let's get it. Let's get it. Hey, what is good? We are back. It's your boy Nutty. Hey guys, Slow Jam Billy here. Yo, episode <laughs> three of the Thank Me Later podcast. We are back once again. And uh, we're good to be back. It's good to be back. I'm back and I'm better. <laughs> it's, it's starting to feel like like we're, we're recording every yeah, other like week. It's pretty cool, but honestly. Like, it feels like we've been away for a while. Yeah, honestly. I, I didn't want to record. I just couldn't wait to get back into it. I was ready. I was ready after after yeah. episode two. Real life. But, but we're back. And uh, we're going to kick this joint off with, with my hot take for episode three. Hot Daddy's take hot of the take. day. I told y'all we got hot takes every time. Listen, here's my hot take. Ladies. I'm coming for you. My hot take. My hot take. Ladies, every place that you go to is not an opportunity for a photo shoot. Okay? Listen, a lot of y'all be taking your homies places you go and and thinking it's a photo op everywhere. It'll be like a crowded ass place and and you want to hold people up to pose in front of whatever and have your homie get the right angles and the right light for your f***ing pictures to go on your social media. Cut it out, because I'm, I'm, I'll be trying to get to places, and you be in my way. So, Cause you, be in my you way. be in my way. Like you, not, every, not every location is an opportunity for a photo shoot. So, you know, pictures is cool. You know, getting the social media love is all good and everything, but not everywhere you go is a photo op. Not 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 when you're out with your homies, not when you're in the car with your man or your friends, and you know, it just cut it out. It's not it's not necessary all the time. But that's my hot take for the day. We off that. Um, but once again, we are here for episode three, and I want to kick this one off because um, I was thinking about it with our two week sort of layoff because we're doing these every other week for now. What was you thinking about? Um, what was you thinking about? Talk to me. I was like. I was thinking about certain moments mm-hmm. throughout your life, you know, whether it's your youth, your, you know, adolescence into into being a teenager, young right, adult. Right, right. What moments define you into the person you are now? Like what things in your life occurred that made you into the person you are or how you deal with certain situations? I think uh I mean moments are tough. I mean, I think everybody has moments where they, like those defining moments where they change or they transition to the person that they're becoming. But for me, it's hard. It's more so like time periods. I think me growing up basketball, I think sports is important for a lot of, I mean, I think sports are important in everybody's lives, honestly, some way or shape, some way, shape or form. I mean, granted, there's great people who don't play sports, but I mean, for me, I, it taught me discipline. It taught me how to function in the world. It taught me how to go about things. It wasn't just I played basketball, baseball. It wasn't just like those were just those were sports to me. Those were life lessons that I was being taught. Oh yeah, throughout my life, even me being racially profiled as a black man in society when I was young, and me and my 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 friends getting cuffed when we were teenagers. We were just playing basketball, and they thought we were the young black kids who robbed a liquor store. Um, just all those things opened my mind and helped me to be so aware of everything today. It just really helped mold me. So I, I would say those are all defining moments in my life. Gotcha. 
Those are all defining moments. Now, see, now I feel like that's that's a that's a general, you know, that's a kind of general thing to help mold you into just an overall person. I'm gonna give an example of what I mean, please, by specific defining so help moments. Me. Right? Help me. So, I was when I when I was growing up, I was I was short. I was short for a long <laughs> time. Like it took me, honestly, it took me till after my senior year of high school to break. Five ten maybe like I, I'm I'm my peak right now I'm six feet yeah but I I didn't get up until until my senior year of high school I was I at five eleven like the same height I was at five eleven my senior year of high school and I'm only six feet now but before that I had a leap between my ju- my my junior year and my senior year where I grew like four inches before my junior year consistent. Like f- between five three, five five, Sheesh. from middle school to sophomore year high school, and because of this, and you know, not to sound you know conceited, and I was I was a good looking kid. He was the man. You feel me? He like was I was, the man, ladies. You know what I'm saying? Like I I was you know I'm I was, I was a looker, modest. but but listen, I was a looker. <laughs> but but as a short kid, you know the girls or the young women they you know. They they didn't look at the short dude as the one to date. They're like, oh, he's Gosh. cute. He's cute. That's cute little peanut. That's what my nickname was growing up was peanut. That's cute little peanut. This is this is the moment that changed a lot of things for me, right? So being a short kid, and I and I've never lacked confidence. Like even when I was short, if there was a woman I wanted and I wanted to get at her, I would do it, right? Even if she was taller than you. Even if she was taller than me, but this goes into this story, right? So um, there was a girl in my high school, who um, freshman year and sophomore year, she had a boyfriend. And the end of uh, sophomore year, she broke up with this boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I was like, this is my chance. Like, she's been my homie for two years, and we just been like buddy, buddy. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm not even going to, I don't even want to say her name. I'm going to say her name. Her name is Oh, If you, if you, I, you, I'm gonna get to how you remember her after this. Um, Are you out there listening, girl? Just hey, <laughs> thank you. You're the reason why I became who I am. But anyway, so Miss Kinson, uh, taller than me, beautiful girl, and I was like, okay, she's single now. I'm gonna shoot my shot, right? So I, so literally last week of school, I'm like, you know, we've been friends for a while, and the summer's coming up. Can I take you out on a date? You know, the first thing she said. Oh, you're so cute, little peanut. Oh, sheesh. It's like, I think we're just we're just better as friends. I'm like, dang. Okay. Cool, right? So, between sophomore year and junior year that summer, I sprouted about 4 4 inches. Yeah. Voice got a little deeper, right? Uh. So, I show up junior year I feel like the man, like I'm the man, man. now. You feel me? So now man. I got I got the younger girls that are trying to get at me. Then I got you know seniors I'm trying to talk to, and then I had my my girlfriend at the time in high school, um, you know, so, uh, junior year and senior year. But we were on and off. So mind you, in the back of my mind, I still have that sort of as revenge, like yeah. you know, whatever woman that turns me down, I think about, right? So. <laughs> I, I I constantly was thinking about this. So even after high school, senior year comes, I'm I sprout a few more inches. You know, I'm kind of we're still friends, but like I'm not even 
I'm not even worried about Kim. Like, I've yeah. moved on to bigger and better things, right? But always in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm going I'm to fix this, yeah. right? So eventually, you know, graduate high school, get to college, you, you know, grow up, bump into Kim, right? Kim's like, oh, how are you? Like, I'm good. You know, voice is fully deep now. And she wants to hang out. And I'm like, cool, we can hang out or whatever. Needless to say, I conquered that situation, right? Right. But afterwards, I felt like this sense of, like, relief. Like, after four years of dealing with, you know, the rejection of that, and it gave me the, 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 the like, the confidence I have now was because of that. Ah, so, okay. So, okay. So makes sense. Man. Literally, I've carried that for like the longest time, where that one rejection gave me the confidence to not only accept rejection, but to be able to move on from it. Ah, all due to I like that. All due to this one time, my sophomore year in high school, being told no. So you use it as motivation. I use it as motivation. Like that, yeah. you know, it turned me into a, a kind of a monster back when I was younger. But you know, I kind of grew out of that. You right. know, but. I just want to shout out um, and the movie Cruel Intentions for um, <laughs> developing me into the, the young monster that I once was and which Cruel Intentions is what um, Phil knows this. I used to have a, uh, my, this happened when I was in my senior year as well, my wall of fame. Oh my gosh. So when I was a senior. I and mean, I was really legend. <laughs> and for me as a young, that was really legendary. But you know, I'm not even going to get it. When I was a senior in high school. And again, this goes back to the kid saying no. I turn into kind of an asshole. I began taking pictures from women that I either dated or had gotten with. And I stuck them on my wall above my bed and kept them there. Even if I was dating somebody at the time or if I was single and I had friends over, those pictures stayed right up there as not only a reminder to me, but a reminder to whoever came over that just know who you're dealing with. So she basically created a, he basically created a monster. You created a but monster. But it helped him with his confidence. Yeah. And again, that's kind of the point of it. That. Yeah. It's that's not kind just of the point of it. Wall of Fame. It helped him with his confidence. That's kind of the point of it. But yeah, the wall of fame was crazy though. Cause I had like on one side of my room in high school, I had my Pop Warner football and my little league jerseys that I had retired hanging up on my walls. And right above my bed were the pictures of <laughs> Young men, don't try this at home. Yeah, please don't. Guys, this is the old Yeah. This was years this ain't, ago. This you can't like don't do this, this today. This was years ago. Like women will probably kill you now if you try that. Yeah, stuff. this was really it was just a different time back then. Yeah. It was years ago. Like there was no social media, so this was like that's how I got likes. Mm -hmm. I hung women up on my wall and when the homies came over, oh you got another one on the wall. Mm. Bet. But Kim's picture was right there in the middle of that thing, so um, thank you, Kim. <laughs> Use it all as motivation, man. There's, there's, there's moments we all go through when we're growing up. You know what I'm saying? That can develop us into the good or bad people we become. It's just all, you know, determines how but you I use think it. Yeah, you identify. See, you identified that moment early or at a young age, which helped you. Yeah. I think it helped you know and fi figure out yourself early. Yeah, for it's sure. It's important that everybody figures out whatever their defining moment is 
whether it's young or now. I mean, everybody has one. For sure. Whether it's young, earlier or later. And then we just, hey, from that defining moment, figure out what type of person you are. It's never too late to know yourself. It's never too late to figure out what you want to do with your life. So the, these defining moments to us are just so important. Mind you, mine was different than Danny's. Danny still had that, that defining moment that helped mold him and helped grow him. I mean, he grew in a way, in a different way. But, I mean, the person who he is now has something to do with his, I mean, his confidence. And the person who he is now has something to do with that moment, whether it's in the workforce, and in, in sports, whatever it is. He took that and he used it as motivation to empower him. Yeah, I'm not that bad guy no more. Yeah. Let's just say I've grown up from that. There you go. And now you use that <laughs> same motivation and everything you and do. everything, yeah, everything like everything, do. just so again, relationships, the people, business. <laughs> it comes full circle. You know what I'm saying? Like that one scenario helped develop everything for me. Like, mm. I mean, to this day, I, I tell that story like I hold it like a badge of honor. Like I was told no, and I conquered. You know what I'm saying? So that goes with everything. So um, yeah. Those defining moments, man. Don't don't ever like shy away from those. Like if something happens to you in life, whether it's good or bad, use that. Like use it for some force of good to either accomplish something or bag that one chick that told you no back in the day. <laughs> hey, this guy, you know hey. what I'm saying? That's that's just that's that's what that is. You know, hey, what we mean? all use our defining moments for different reasons. Okay, guys. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> so <laughs> so Phil had a uh, an I, idea that he honestly, came up with it was, it was more so I see I mean you see things on TV people I mean you guys see it I mean and I'm sure there's been discussions with friends I've had discussions with friends I've even actually talked to my students about this I've talked to my parents about this like and I see it on social media and it's this term that we use a lot called daddy issues I mean we use it for I mean, it's for men and women, but we usually see it when things come up in women, and like in scenarios with women. So I was wondering: Is daddy issues a real thing? Do we use that as an excuse to be a certain type of way? Do we use it as a defense mechanism to let you know, like, oh, I can't open up to you because of this? Like, is how important is or how real is? I mean, to me, it's real. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, in society today, how important is daddy issues when we're talking about, you know? See, that's it's tough for me because, like, I feel like for most people, having a good relationship with their fathers um, can obviously benefit if you have a good one. You know what I'm saying? Um, those who are weaker than others i don't even want to use that word weaker but it's kind of the only thing i can think of but those that are weaker than others who let not having that strong figure in their life can can weaken them mm-hmm. and give them you know that that um that lacking of confidence that lacking of of a backbone that locking that lacking of you know self consciousness self-awareness that fathers can give you know what I mean and I I mostly grew up without mine 
Um, but I I didn't lack anything because I still had I still had strong male father like my uncle Phil Phil's dad like was a strong male that was still in my life and my mom and I had my aunts but that that male figure that was in my life to be honest was my uncle Phil and you know it, you, your your father figure come in any many forms like it doesn't have to be a family member it could be you know a teacher it could be um just you know someone that's close to you that that can give you those life skills those life lessons that only a man can give you and when i think it comes to women is not having that father around to to teach you the ropes of how men are yeah like, and i'm do you think that because i mean again your dad i mean he was there but i i don't know do you think that if if let's say you guys were living together in the house every day, do you think that that would help you maybe be more, he would teach you a different side to yourself that you don't know? Me, or no. you don't think? No. Not see, but you, see, but you don't know, though. My, I put it like this. My dad was there from the time I was born to 12. Right. And from the time I was born to 12, my dad was a ask your mama type of daddy. Right. So... Having that type of dude around, that like from and mind you, I, I I have there's experiences in my head that I remember my dad from. Right. Thinking to have that from for for the for my entire life to this point wouldn't have affected me not one bit because everything that I've learned in life has come from my mom, has come from my aunts, and has come from my uncle Phil. Right. So again. So again, daddy issues, right? So you're great, like you're great. You can't. You turn out. I turned out fine, but that's but, not the case for everybody. The, but does that hold anger or resentment to the? It day, did, which will right. It did for you know when I was younger. I'm not even gonna say when I was younger. It honestly was there until I was about twenty five. <laughs> like I, I had so much resentment, but it didn't stop me from either. Knowing right from wrong, doing right from wrong, or, or um, I don't I don't know how to put it. It's it didn't prevent me from being right who, who I am. You are who or who, who I was you wanted meant, to become. Yeah, or who I was meant to become. Like it didn't stop any of that. What I see from people who do have those issues, it you can tell who's lacking that. Right, like the ones who either you know give in to certain temptations or or for women for instance they they turn to the men that they date to look for that right that's where i i find that that having a father could could have fixed those scenarios because when women tend to look at their boyfriends or husbands that they're that they're with as a fatherly type it doesn't sit well with me because you know it 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 just doesn't it never ends well and it never the relationship never gets to where it's supposed to because they're looking for something that they shouldn't be looking for from that person right and that goes back on to them holding on what they never got when they were young so i mean we always go always go back to the root root of things they never got the love they never got the affection or whatever they saw that is what they are modeling and how how do you fix that you have to go therapy or again, I mean, again, it's fine. Honestly, I feel like it's, 
honestly getting to know yourself better and and forgiving so it's forgiving a lot of a lot of women and men don't forgive which has them holding on to things which allows them to not be the person that they are like when women are promiscuous and they give themselves to a bunch of men that is them seeking in an odd way that is them seeking the love that they never got that mm-hmm. wasn't there or when women go back to abusive relationships, like we all think that it's crazy, but that is all they know. Yeah. When I see my dad hit my mom or I see my uncle or whatever the case may be, and I see that, that's all they that's all I know. So that's that's what I'm modeling. So the only way to get out of that is if I can I again therapy, I I mean I would I would see therapy and again figuring out yourself and forgiving, giving whoever that person is grace and just forgiving them so that you can forgive yourself and stop blaming yourself for mistakes that that didn't even have anything to do with you. Your dad didn't leave you because of you being a terrible daughter or son or your dad didn't. Those are the issues that he had to deal with that he's not dealing with and it's it's like being like pressed upon yourself. So, so uh, what do you think? No, so seeing how you you've had your father your entire life, your uncle Phil's been there every step of the right. way with you and your siblings. How different do you think you would have turned out had he not been around? I, I, I'll, with everything else that you have, I with legit, having it, with having a great mom and sisters and a and a family base. If that one part of your life wasn't there. How- I legit think about that. I honestly do because I mean, several of my friends, um, they don't have both parents in their homes, and I and I think about how amazing they are. Again, I love my boys. I love my lady friends, um, and I always think like, what if my dad wasn't there? Would I be the person that I am today? I mean, I could say that I wouldn't just because he's taught me so much, and I mean, I owe a lot of my life to him, him mm-hmm. and my mom. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like, but see, me speaking as a 30-year-old man, I'm like, I'm, I was going to be the same man regardless of who yeah. I was. Like, that's just me that's being just, me. Yeah, like, yeah. I was going to be amazing. Like, I think I'm amazing. I think highly of myself. You know, I have confidence. But all that was instilled for me from my dad and my mom. So I'm like, I don't even you know. You have no idea. Like, like I it's not even fathomable. Have, like, you can't even fathom know. the thought of it. Right, and that's why I try to be more understanding to people who don't have both parents because I'm like, I don't even know what you're going through. I don't even know what that feels like exactly. So I try to always try to understand and, again, educate myself so I can speak on the topic. But I never know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't know. Just like I asked you, like, how would you feel if your dad was, like, there every day? And, like, there's, like, things. Like, I've watched my dad love on my mom, and I've watched that. That's why I'm such a lover and such so affectionate. Wait, but so I'm, you're saying is that why my love life has been <laughs> trash? Not trash, <laughs> no, but it hasn't been trash. It hasn't been trash, but... But you're but, a lover, though. Yeah, you but are. we have very yeah. different... <laughs> we have very different... Avenues where our love lives have taken us. Mine Obviously have taken me. Sure. Mine have taken me down some dark holes. Yeah. Oh. And for I don't sure. mean that literally, but I mean dark avenues <laughs> in life. Honestly, that 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 hit. That's a light bulb right there. That honestly could be why I used to be 
the way I was with women, <laughs> right? And that's because how, my dad was identifying there. that is like, okay, that oh, sheesh. Now let me sit back and reflect on that so that I can be better. Again, it's all about growth, so it's like I can be better. But I, <laughs> I even watched you in the way you treat women. I'm like, oh, sheesh. That's me, model behavior. You as my bigger cousin, I always can watch you and be like, oh, sheesh. Like I like how he does that. I like. You know, I've watched you coming up, and I—you've never mistreated a woman yeah. that you cared about. Yeah, don't That's don't, what I'm saying. don't get it twisted. Like, I've never, never mistreated ever one. mistreated a woman that you dated or anything like that. I've never witnessed it with my eyes. And again, I've known you my whole life. Yeah, You're my cousin. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, let's get that out your heads now. Yeah. I've never, I've never treated a woman badly, but I do feel that. Possibly because my dad wasn't around and I didn't see that love and affection on a daily and consistent basis between my parents that the times I have failed in dating or relationships could be because of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, I could be hard headed at times. I could not want to, you know, compromise with shit and want to do <laughs> my way. And, and really at times not care a single bit and that, sh- that could be kind of, that probably could be why <laughs> hey, maybe I need some therapy we might talk be about this stuff, man we might be over to something man, you know? but hey you're realizing it I mean and that's growth I'm I mean, realizing it. I still don't give a f- but it's whatever <laughs> My pops, but that's, I don't have no sympathy for nobody because I whoever if you ain't got no daddy figure your shit out I came out fine I figured it out <laughs> If I can figure it out, you can too, man. Don't be going to spend no fucking money on no therapy, man. Just figure life out, man. Life, life is easy, man. People make it hard. People make it hard when you when you try to define your life by others. Like I get it. Daddies need to be around for some. Others, you'll be just fine, man. Don't don't. But again, you gotta. I mean, it's just all like I said. It's all about being understanding. You gotta understand and be educate that. So, hey. Educate yourself on that, because in the in like when we're thinking about it and like we really break it down, we gotta think. My father or my mother was not there throughout this time period of my life, and I missed out on so much. And now there's this void that I'm trying to fill. Seeking it through being promiscuous, seeking it through alcohol, seeking it through drugs. It's this void that I'm trying to fill. And I don't really know how to fill it or which direction I go. So I'm seeking out what I miss in all these different ways. And nobody is giving it to me. That's why I'm hopping from different relationship to different relationship. That's why I'm hopping from different drug or different alcohol. Nobody is giving me what I missed. When in reality, nobody is going to be able to give you what you missed, regardless of what drug or what alcohol you take, no matter what person you date, no matter what person you're intimate with. Shout out to all the daddies that are, in, that are in live. No matter what, that is not going to change what you already missed. I think you need to, we need to, as a society, self-reflect and self-educate ourselves so that we can heal. We got to heal ourselves first before we deal with, heal ourselves first, forgive before we deal with anything else and all these other demons we have. That's right, sh- man. But listen, <laughs> Valentine's Day is right around the corner, right? And uh, Mr. Lover... Over there. And you already know. Valentine's Day. Cupid. Cupid. How how how, how much is it? Is it a big deal? Uh, 
I don't think it's a big deal, but I think it should be celebrated. Because I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, F Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is just another day. Only people that say that are lonely people. I get that it's just another day. I get it. Like, I'm not saying it's not another day, but it is a love holiday. If you believe in love, it's a holiday where you just, I mean, you don't have to, again, you don't got to buy your girl a car. You don't got to buy your man a Gucci belt. You got to be extra with it. Right. But just celebrate that day of love. And again, I, you're going to, if you're, if it's real, you're going to let your partner know you care about them. All the other 364 days. I already know the cliche sayings. I already know what's going to come. I love my woman and my man every day of the year. Shut up. I already know that. But just go out there and have fun and just love. Like, just celebrate love, you know? So, what do you, like, so, okay. So, most of the time, Valentine's Day falls on a weekday. Like, is it, is it something that should just, you celebrate it on whatever day it is and you let that go? Or, are you cool with people that are extra and they're like, oh, we're going we gonna to plan out the whole weekend? Like, Valentine's Day is on a Thursday. <laughs> and people want to celebrate Friday, Valentine's Saturday, Day. Sunday. Yeah. The whole weekend. You know, I'm cool. You know, I'm cool. With all mm, man. The, you listen. know, I'm cool with all the love. If you want to take a little <laughs> weekend trip, you know, y'all do some some cute, you know. Check this out. You know, you, you get a little plan. Check this out. Check this out. You gonna, what? You gonna, we going to go to dinner. On Thursday, <laughs> and we gonna we gonna make some we gonna make some love on that Thursday. Like my, I'm, I'm saying, make love. We not f-ing on Valentine's make Day. Love, you making huh? love huh? on Thursday on Valentine's Day? What you playing? I ain't. We ain't gonna get into that. You not playing Key Sweat? What you playing? I'm. I'm play some. I'm. You know. I might throw some of that Cisco. We some, talked about that. Cisco. <laughs> some Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill. But listen. Come Thursday morning, I mean Friday morning, just get your ass up, make some breakfast, <laughs> and and get get to your day, okay? Because Valentine's Day was yesterday. And the love is still gonna be there, right? That same love is still gonna be there. You just gonna have to just gonna have to let's get back to that routine. Have to get up. Now, would you be mad if you didn't get nothing for Valentine's Day? I or? wouldn't care at all. So you wouldn't be mad if your significant other just woke up, was like, "Good morning, babe. How's your day?" Like nothing changed in that day. Not even a little bit. Nothing changed. No, I wouldn't care at all. <laughs> so you don't care about it too much. Not even a little bit. Right. And I, I only care about it as much as um, the person that I'm with cares about it. They care about it a little bit. That's a I'm great. I care about it a little bit. Yeah. No. 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 I agree. If with If they that. care about it a lot, I'm gonna care about it still just well. a little bit. I'm always probably gonna, gonna always do be something a little bit. I'm gonna always do something. But I again, I'm, I probably will never go crazy overboard with Valentine's Day like that. Again, I'll, I'll think of creative ways, small ways, and you know things are, like. But I'm thinking about that all year, and I'm doing something like that anyway. So it's like Valentine's Day is just another day just to celebrate love. But I don't. I I love Valentine's Day because it is about love, and I'm a believer in love. You can you can you can you can upgrade Valentine's Day a little bit. Like if you. If you and your lady normally go to like Chipotle on a regular day, take her to La Pinata. Go on to Sizzler. Can we go to Chevy's this time where you can sit down in a restaurant around other people? You ain't gotta you don't gotta, you know, go to you ain't gotta make a reservation at Ruth Chris. Oh, 
You can. If you want to. <laughs> if you want to. I'm only going to go to Ruth. Go I'm, I'm only going to go to Ruth Chris when I want a lovely steak. It ain't going to be because it's Valentine's Day. Fire steak, though. Yeah, you can it cut, it with a, cut it with a fork. It but listen, is. you only only get that when you when you really want it. Not We ain't making no reservations for uh, Valentine's Day. So not, you not enjoy the holiday. Enjoy the day. It's not a holiday. Still got to go to work. Enjoy the day. Still got to go to work. <laughs> you still got to go to work on some holidays anyway. Not actual holidays. <laughs> Yes, you not do. the ones that matter. Yeah, you ain't gonna catch me at work on Christmas or do New Year's have, Day. Do we have Martin Luther King? Gosh, I, I did. Everybody, God, did God bless. Shout matters. out, shout out my job because we had Martin Luther I, I, King, I Day Martin King Day off, and I'm the only too. black person there, Are so you? they respected it. Yeah. I didn't even have to ask for it off. But <laughs> Valentine's Day is not a holiday. You still gotta go to work. Still gotta get up, and wash your ass before you go to work. Stick to you. I stick to your routines. And then you can do a little something extra, but uh, don't don't be it's don't be a, extra with it. It's just a day of love, man. I love that. Do not. But one thing about Valentine's Day, please don't let that determine your relationship. And Seriously, if he is a keeper, or if she's a keeper, or if I'm. Oh, he didn't get me. All he got me was flowers. Edible arrangements or something. Man, listen. I'm dropping bombs for that because listen, ladies, if your man don't do nothing for you on Valentine's Day, do not take that as him not loving you or caring about you. To some people, it's just a fucking day because he's still gonna love you the same regardless. It, all you all you people that take this shit extra get on my fucking nerves, man. But again, he should do he should do something. You know, don't say he should. He, or if he wants to do something, let him do it. If he don't, you better keep your her, keep your mouth same shut. For her. I mean, you guys are loving each other. Same for her. Like, yeah, she, if she wants to. And again, if the man, I don't think. And again, it's more so. I mean, centered around women. You know, being pampered or whatever. But I mean, if the man, like Shiggy said in his video, fellas, know your worth. Know, know your, your worth, word, fellas. We like chocolates. You feel me? We like a dozen roses, you know? We like all that too. Yeah, trying to don't just try to give the vagina. That's not a gift. All right? That's that's not a gift. Like that's, you know, that's that should be an everyday thing too. If you ain't if you if you ain't if you're giving flowers every day, then hold off on Valentine's Day from giving flowers. If you giving up vagina every day, don't think that that's going to satisfy your man on Valentine's Day and then afterwards you say happy Valentine's Day. It's not gonna work. It's not a gift, okay? Just keep that in mind. It's, it's not a, a gift. Great day. Great it's a great day. day. It's a good day for some loving. Of okay? love. I agree great with day that. Of love. I agree so with we that. We can agree that we love Valentine's Day. So we know what type of restaurants we you'd probably take somebody to Valentine's Day if you were that type of person, right? Mm-hmm. So we we gonna keep finishing our podcast with a top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. We're not. This isn't gonna be a top five for Valentine's Day restaurants. We're just gonna do. Our general go-to fast food joints, top uh, five, uh, that drop of a hat, you'll go there and and know you'll be satisfied. Uh, Give me yeah. a top five. I mean, shoot, Chick-fil-A, right Ooh. off the bat, Chick-fil-A. Easy. That's one for sure. Easy. Like Wendy's. Easy. Those shoot. are my top five. Does uh, Chipotle count? Yeah, Chipotle counts. Chipotle, that's three. Easy. That counts. Shoot. You know what's one for me? What? Carl's Jr. 
Really? Yes. I'm not a big Carl Jr. fan. Mm-hmm. Carl Jr. is actually good, actually. It's it's really good. Like, Carl Jr. is the reason I got fat once. I've been fat before. <laughs> like, I got really fat. And the girlfriend I was with at the time, we legit had a Jones for, for Carl Jr. Carl Jr.? When I say we had like six dollar burgers, damn near, like and chili cheese fries, I think it's oh, fire, but I think it's just expensive. You just, That's why they go a lot. And yeah, and it makes you fat, so stay away from it often. Rubio's, that's four. I like Rubio's a lot. Rubio's, Rubio's is cool. actually really good. Rubio's is it's cool. expensive, but it's good. Rubio's is cool. I like Rubio's and Mob Pizza. You never had my pizza. I like haven't. So I could create your own uh, fire. Nah. I'm I'm specific with my pizza. If it ain't round table, spe- I don't want you're it. You're specific. You get to create your but, pizza. But if it's not round table, I don't want it. You get to make it. If it ain't round table, I don't want you, it. You try mod but fire. You had you had three of mine. You said Chick Fil A, Wendy's, Wendy's, Chipotle. Chipotle. I said Carl's Jr. and number five, which you skipped it. What in and out? Ooh, <sighs> what? That's number in one. And I might have to be in there. Three by three. In and out for she had three. Yeah, okay. I might no to, tomato. I might have to boot Rubio's. <laughs> Rubio's got to go. Rubio's are mine. In and out is in there for sure. For sure. My I'm Valentine, gonna, yeah, we going to In and Out, baby. In and Out, you better be happy with that. In-N-Out we can out feast burger. on that. I'll drop Shoot. thirty in In and Out. Thirty dollars. That's it. We still gonna three be good. three burgers a piece with some. Uh, we still some fries and like a shake. Kings, like kings and queens. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. Hey, <laughs> we going to wrap this one up, man. Episode three of the Thank Me Later podcast. We appreciate y'all. Hey, we really love y'all. We really hey, appreciate we y'all. We going to catch y'all next time. We out this thing. Peace. Hey, love. Thank me later. Yeah, I know what I said. But later doesn't always come. So instead.